The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Fridays on the Huge Show across Michigan are presented by Fernando Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. And here's what's happening inside Van Andel Arena on Tuesday, December 27th and Wednesday, December 28th. It's the Great Lakes D1 Hockey Invitational with Michigan Tech and Western on Tuesday at 3.30 p.m., followed by Ferris State and Michigan State Tuesday night at 7 p.m. at Van Andel Arena. Then the winners will play along with the losers in a 3 and 7 p.m. game on Wednesday, December 28th. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. Also inside Van Andel Arena on December 29th, comedian Jeff Dunham and the Still Not Cancelled Tour. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. January 10th through the 15th, Broadway Grand Rapids presents six, eight performances inside DeVos Performance Hall. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. January 19th, it's the Winter Jam inside Van Andel Arena with We the Kingdom, Jeremy Camp, Andy Minio, Ann Wilson, Austin French, Disciple, and it's hosted by New Song. No tickets needed, $15 donation accepted at the door. That's the Winter Jam on January 19th. January 22nd, the Harlem Globetrotters are back. The 2023 World Tour presented by Jersey Mike's inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. And January 27th and 28th, it's the PBR, the Pendleton Whiskey Velocity Tractor Supply Classic inside Van Andel Arena, a two-day show. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com. Fridays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Van Andel Arena, DeVos Performance Hall, and DeVos Place in downtown GR. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper-to-Bumper Parts Studio with the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's our number two on a Friday broadcast with Superfly Hayes as our executive producer, Jeff Risden, from thelionswire.com. You can also follow the Lions Wire on Facebook and Twitter. He's a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear on YouTube. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast. Follow Jeff on Twitter at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N, in studio talking about the Lions. They're in Carolina Tomorrow, taking on the Panthers at 1 o'clock with Seattle losing at Kansas City. If that happens tomorrow and the Commanders at San Francisco and the Lions win, uh, they then control uh, their playoff spot. It's amazing what we've seen from uh, 1 and 6. And I know we talked about Anzalone, the Lions defense getting healthy. The injection of young players has really brought energy and life to the Lions on both sides of the ball. You got Jamison Williams uh, back. I know a lot of people were screaming that Goff doesn't have the arm to throw to Williams, but cold day, uh, you know, you got pressure. You got a Jets uh, defense, which I think is uh, top 10 in my mind 
uh, in the league. He'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, just there's so many positives uh, to look at. But as you know, I keep leaning on Merrill Hodge from the DraftKings NFL Power Hour that we'll hear in less than 60 minutes. He says people can talk about defense wins championships all you want to. He says it's a quarterback and it's a running game. Oh, 100%. You cannot win if your quarterback doesn't play well. Uh, certainly not in in January when the games really matter. And that's you know that that's the next proverbial step that this team has to take. Jared Goff did not have a great game in New York. He didn't have a bad game and avoiding the bad game was was good enough. There might be a game where he has to go out and win the game. And then he's going to have to hit that throw to Jamison Williams. And look, he does have the arm strength. I think that's more of a case of, like, he just doesn't have the chemistry with Jamison. Like, he's got to learn, okay, when, when he's running and he's, like, 20 yards down the field, like, you got to throw it then. You can't wait for him to get that separation. you got to anticipate that he's just going to cook that dude because he's done that. Like, you watch all the throws to he him. He's so fast. He, he's, he's ridiculously fast. I, I don't know if I've seen. I know Tyree Kill would be close in that. And maybe the Tyreek I saw not in Miami, but, you know, his prime uh, with Mahomes and Kansas City. But it it's not so much he's the fastest receiver, talking about Jamison Williams, but it's that gear when he separates. Yeah, and he's just going. And it doesn't even look like he's trying super hard. He's got, just got that glide stride. It's like watching Usain Bolt run, run the 100. It really is. And uh, they got to figure that out. Um, I, Goff does. Look, does that Goff have the strongest arm in the league? No, he doesn't. He's got enough. Uh, we've we've seen it. That was one of the first things, even in the first training camp, when when Jared Goff first got here, and we're sort of checking him out out in Allen Park, and we're like, oh, his his arm, he can throw it. Like the 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 talk of his arm strength was gradually or greatly like like he can, he can throw it. Like he can. He's not Matthew Stafford. Like the the physical act of watching Matthew Stafford throw a football is one of the greatest things I've ever seen in person to cover like just go back to when he was young and he and Kellen Moore were the quarterbacks and he would throw the ball to the, the a 20 yard pass Kellen would throw a 10 yard pass and the 20 yard pass would be there before the 10 yard pass would throwing it at the same time like that that was it was beautiful and we missed that a little bit but Goff Goff has enough arm to do it it's a case of getting it coordinated and that's one of the reasons why they wanted Jamison Williams to play this year it's also one of the reasons why he's not playing a lot yet because they don't necessarily need that yet, and they don't have to have that hit. They're working it in. They're getting it. He'll play more. He'll play more on Saturday. He will. Uh, I don't know if he'll catch any more, but he'll. He's going to get shots. That they use him right now as sort of a like lid lifter, like just to warn the safeties, like oh crap, like and and we saw it in the all twenty two. If you watch the coaches tape, Amon Ra was wide open on a play because the safety was like. Number nine's out there. That dude fast. I got to cover that. And Amonra's just like, hit me. I'm, I'm wide open over the middle. And, and Goff did. And that's what Goff has to continue to do is to make those right decisions and right reads. Like, he, it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be pretty all the time. He got real lucky on a couple of throws in New York. That luck will eventually run out. It's, it's a case of, okay, move on from that. That's one thing that Jared Goff is actually pretty good at and has been throughout his career is his resiliency. He'll make a mistake. He'll shake it off. He'll come back out and, and keep playing. Um, if he has a bad game, 
generally speaking, he shakes it off pretty well and, and goes out and, and performs better the next time. So I'm hoping we see that tomorrow because he wasn't great against New York. Didn't have to be. He, I don't want to say he needs to be great against Carolina to win. That would kind of be frustrating. But if he has to, I think he can be. And that, that that's a fun place to be with this, this football team right now. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and also a co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast. You can hear on YouTube joining us in studio uh, on this football Friday on the huge show across Michigan. So now the question is, uh, no matter what happens tomorrow in Carolina, the Bears home game finale or home schedule finale, along with the last game in Lambeau against Rodgers and the Packers, do you give golf an extension? How uh, you know where his contract is at right now? What's left on it? You're Brad Holmes. You're the Lions front office. You have to be thinking about this right now because pretty much everybody nationally, statewide, yourself uh, on the huge show, you were looking at that Rams pick if it was going to stay in the top five as a quarterback of the future. I don't think you're looking at that right now based on the way golf has played since this team was one and six. So do you give him a new deal in the offseason? It's a great question. And I don't think that the Lions have answered that question themselves yet. But I would I would not personally. Look, he's under contract for two more years. You're still in a position. Remember, he's the only quarterback they've got under contract after this year. I would much rather them draft a guy who can come in and be his backup and learn from him from a couple of seasons rather than paying for Colt McCoy or Case Keenum or whoever is your backup quarterback. So you set up your future more that if you... So let's say right now, and you got Denver and uh, the Rams playing in the 3-4 bowl uh, in terms right. of uh, draft order, it could end up being a top three pick, right? It could be, absolutely. Could be. So if the quarterbacks are all there, do you, do you take your quarterback instead of a Carter or Anderson defensive lineman and then find defensive help if you're picking towards... Uh, the bottom of the first round, knowing you got a gift from the Rams. And and I would personally, I think you have to take the quarterback because you're never going to be in a position to get one again. And what's the worst that can happen? You wind up getting a quarterback that washes out after two years. But it was years. a bonus pick. And you know it. You know what you have. You're not going into 2024 with Jared Goff being in the last year of his contract with a lot more leverage. So maybe he's coming off another year. And and then you're dealing with a situation where we got to pay this guy fifty five million. That's going to be the rate. Look, he's he's relatively affordable for a starting quarter for a good starting quarterback. What are they paying right now? Like 30, 29? 30. 30. Yeah, that, that's, that's a deal. That's a very good deal. And they have two more years left on his contract. Right, and and it does get more expensive in the last year. But that's when you after twenty twenty three is when you have to decide whether you're going to you know bleep or get off the pot. That's that's where they're at at that. They can they so that's can why you're leaning season. towards taking the quarterback. That's why yeah, and, and with that Rams pick. Exactly. Because it's a cost controlled first round pick, or if if you want to wait till the second round pick that's your own that's in the fifties and I don't know. You're taking a chance. Yeah, then you're then you're you're the, the guys that should be interesting to them are Anthony Richardson out of Florida. That who, high though, Richardson top five? I don't like? I, I think they can probably get him with their own pick. It it, it we, so you're talking own pick. You're talking later yeah, in the first like, round. Yeah, and and this is these are the things that we just don't know yet. And like I I'm in a lot of. I don't see C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young. I am I looking at these guys. I don't see the game changers. I, I don't. I could be wrong. I, I don't with Young Stroud. I can see it, but he's got to he's got to prove some things. He's got a lot to prove against Georgia. 
uh, in that against the yeah NFL athlete like team. Right. Yeah. Do do what you do there because one of the reasons why I'm more down on Bryce Young than most people is I watched him play Georgia last year twice. Bryce Young was not good in either of those games. He also wasn't good against the Cincinnati team that put a lot of guys into the NFL. Um, C.J. Stroud's going into that situation now too. So there's they're they're going to have some options there. Uh, they're, they're, and there's some later guys. Max Duggan out of TCU. Guy who's going to have uh, a lot of attention on him, a lot of eyeballs as he's playing Mich- a very good Michigan defense. That's a guy that has really improved his all-around game. Uh, the, 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 there's there's quite a few options. There's the kid from Shepard, um, Tyson Badgent. His dad is like the the leader of the arm wrestling circuit. And this this is going to be down at the Senior Bowl. The Lions have they've been to Shepherdsville, West Virginia, twice to see this kid. You don't go to Shepherdsville, West Virginia. Look for that on a map, kids. Yeah, Shepherd lost uh, uh, in the D two semifinal. Yes, very very good program. There they are. They are not with GVSU or uh, or Ferris, but they they are a yearly, and they've put a couple guys in the NFL. He's going to get a shot. He, that those are the kind of guys that you're looking at if you can't get the guy at the top. I don't know where they're at on it. I don't think they know where they're at on it. Um, look, I'm in a lot of chats with a lot of draft analysts and and various people around, and nobody really has a good feel for where anybody's going yet. It's it's kind of a strange season. Like Will Anderson gets talked up a lot. Like, oh, he could be the next Lawrence Taylor. Well. He had one sack in six games. Um, didn't have a solo tackle in four of those games. Like, are you really gonna like that? That that's kind of a stretch. I mean, obviously, it, it's some of it's a product of not playing a lot when Alabama's blowing people out. But production isn't necessarily there. I mean, we went through this last year with Aiden Hutchinson. Oh, he doesn't have the production. Well, Hutchinson produced a lot more than Will Anderson did. So th- there's there's questions on all these guys. So look, the draft season. I'm elated that we're not worrying about draft season yet, but it's also it is this is a weird draft year because we don't know we don't know what we don't know Houston at number one they're going to have the number one pick who's going to be their GM are they going to keep Lovey as their head coach it has to be a quarterback I would think so and then, and then I think the Bears pick at number two between Jalen Carter George and Anderson of Alabama yeah. they're going defense there because they have field I would right? think so uh, the offensive line is a need for them so and so the big key for the Lions is if they if that Rams pick could slide up to be three it gives them that option if Carter or Anderson right. I agree with you more on Carter and then you got Ringo a DB from Georgia. Right, where There's you, a lot of DBs right, in this. Right. This is a great year to need a corner. Now, one of the CBSSports.com mocks had C.J. Stroud going forth to the Lions following the principle and plan that you just talked about. Yeah, and, and I think I do think that the Lions are going to draft a quarterback. I do I know where. I don't think they know where yet, like I said. But the, the ability to have cost containment on your backup quarterback and get a guy – who might develop into being something that you can trade away if golf proves that he's the guy, the way that you know the, the Patriots did with with Jimmy Garoppolo and did with Matt Castle, uh, the way that uh, Washington did um, with Robert Griffin and, and Kirk Cousins having both of those. That's a problem that I can very much see Brad Holmes wanting to tackle. Uh, you mentioned the cornerbacks. It is a first-round year heavy, so you would think the Lions, wherever they end up picking based on what they do in the final three games with that second pick, they could get that shutdown corner they're looking for. So now your question is, if Carter's there, I think you 
have to say, hey, we're going to get a quarterback later. Right? I, I would hope so. I, I love Jalen. So he's, he's easily the best player on the board. In that my that key would be the Rams pick getting a number three. Yeah, and and again the Rams. I agree with you on Anderson. I, I don't. Carter moves fast and moves bodies. And Anderson is from Georgia. Anderson's really good. He re, I'll go back in the way back. He reminds me a lot of Cameron Wimbley. Remember him coming out of Florida State? Guy who came out first round pick. I think he was eleventh overall. Had twelve and a half sacks his rookie season. Next six years, twelve sacks. Uh, the league kind of figured him out. Will Anderson gets by exclusively on athleticism at this point. I want to see him learn how to use his hands. He's kind of got that that Bluetooth moniker to him, like he's out there just playing without his hands. Um, very special kind of athlete, but it takes more than that to to be very successful. Um, so there actually is some parallel with him and Kayvon Thibodeau, who was not doing a whole lot for the the Giants until last weekend when he, I mean, he tore up Washington. He's the reason why New York's beat Washington, uh, and good for him. Uh, very likable guy, but another guy. Had very, very big peaks and valleys in his game, and I, and I see that with Anderson. So, uh, I'm glad you let me talk a little draft, Bill. This is fun. hey, you know what? We <laughs> we got a lot of time with you on this Friday on the huge show across Michigan. Uh, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire dot com, Lions NFL Insider. You can follow LionsWire on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, also, the Detroit Lions podcast. He's one of the co hosts. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. I did look at CBSSports dot com. Their mocks. Anthony Richardson went uh, ninth or eighth to Carolina in one and 15th to the Seahawks in another. So they have him as top 15. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. They'll, they'll... So remember, if Seattle is an interesting one because they have two first round picks. I look at Will Levis out of Kentucky and I'm like, that's Pete Carroll's guy. Like, there's no question about it. So uh, I, I think he's going to go to their hype, their pick from Denver, which is going to be two, three, or four. So their quarterback, if you go along what you said, that Goff has two more years remaining on his deal at a good price, which yeah. helps salary cap and the ability to add uh, some. You know, we haven't even talked about adding free agents as we discussed the two first rounds. And they're going to have some money to add with that, exactly. too. Exactly. So, uh, and if Stroud is there. Uh, or who you think is the best? Because what they're doing, like even with the Shepherd quarterback uh, you mentioned, they may be looking. Okay, can we get that guy in the second round? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Can we get him with our own pick, or do we need to move? Like they have Minnesota's pick. C.J. Stroud wow you enough that he's your future franchise guy that you would take him with three or four with that Rams pick. Right. If you're the Lions, that's the question. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And. I'm I'm a, I'm a hard maybe on that right now. <laughs> I agree with you against Georgia because you know they bring Ringo, who probably is the best DB uh, in college yeah, football. He's a holding machine, but he's good at it. Isn't everybody <laughs> a holding machine? That's so to go real draft nerd for a minute. The top three cornerbacks in this draft, in my opinion, are Ringo, uh, Joey Porter Jr. out of Penn State, and Devin Witherspoon out of Illinois, who is my favorite one. All three of those guys are walking holding machines. I thought you were going to go Ringo, John, and Paul. And I was going to say, <laughs> wow, I know he loves music. My mom would have appreciated that. Yeah, she uh, she made me listen to the Beatles nonstop as a kid. Yeah, it is a, it is a deep first round. Uh, and, and the kid from uh, from Oregon and is And a deep first round at positions that the Lions need. And you and you have the two first round picks. They do. And, and, and the bonus of the Rams just stinking. Isn't that a pleasant development? Uh, unexpected. I don't wish anything negative on Matt Stafford. Nothing. I didn't last year when I said Goff would have more wins than Stafford in a Lions uniform. I was only a year off. Little <laughs> did I know when I made that infamous huge prediction. But, yeah, I mean, look at this. 
Uh, and I heard some of the pundits, where it was uh, ESPN Radio over the weekend, saying, you're a Lions fan right now. You're feeling as good about your team as any fan base in pro football. And that's 100% true. future, short-term, oh, 100%. Long-term. You're, you love the surge that's coming, and knowing that you've got free agency. Your quarterback's money. playing well. You so can, all the questions, the coaching, golf, every question you had about this team has been answered during this 6-1 and one run. Exactly. Now, the, the fun will be, what do they add in? How does it all mix together? And next year, you know, we talked about it earlier in the show. They're going to be favored or co-favored to win this division next year. And look, I said it the other day on the podcast, this is the worst Detroit Lions team you're going to see in the next three or four years right now. And they're they're storming to a playoff. They're, so they're, what are their holes? Okay, we, we talked about it. A future quarterback, a backup. You know, the one thing I would say, the most glaring hole, uh, knock on wood, that golf doesn't get hurt, is a quality backup. And they do not have that. Okay, that, that to me is their number one pressing need not yeah. right now could be they need they need another defensive tackle they need a slot corner safety guy yeah, you know, those uh, again those two first rounders yeah. you're getting two of those three you can absolutely and you, you got free guaranteed. agency money nose tackle you, you need you need somebody to play with Aleem. isaiah bugs has been so nice I think I, I think i want more of a veteran so if we look at the quarterback unless carter's there who i love from georgia then you, you look at the quarterback with that top 10 pick from the Rams, and you look at a corner uh, with what will be, you know, 17 20s, to 25 yeah. or whatever. Put it in the 20s. Put it in the 20s, <laughs> right? Uh, and, and, and you go there, unless you do see a shutdown corner that is sauce-like, right? Yeah, that guy's good. Oh, my God. That guy's real good. <laughs> so if you see that, uh, especially because you got to get by Minnesota, and they have what? Jefferson. Yeah. Right, arguably him and Chase, uh, two best receivers. Boy, what he did last Sunday was thirty-three nothing for Indy. How do you get? How do you go to the locker room at the end of that game, and you were up thirty-three to nothing That's, against the Vikings? I, I don't, I don't, I don't understand how Jeff Saturday is still employed as our interim coach. Honestly. Because he, uh, made, he, made, he made so much. Oh, is just when, once is a involved. special kind of owner. <laughs> well, it's his team. I get that, but that's why I believe they're going to make a push for Rodgers, and Rodgers would, would be would the not king, be surprising at king all. of Indy. Would not be surprising. And Green at all. Bay gets him out of the NFC, and I, I, I'm really surprised. But now, because they're pushing for a playoff spot, you're not going to see Jordan Love. Is that I, I, at some point they got to test Jordan Love to see if he's NFL ready, or they just write it off and move on in a different direction? It's it's not that. Imagine, and this is what the Lions would be looking at. Let's say they draft a quarterback in the first round, and Jared Goff plays the next two years, and you never see him. Don't you think that people are going to be a little upset? Like, hey, why we're winning thirty to ten here? Let's let's let this guy play the second half. Uh, they don't do that. In that Green that's Bay. why the Lions might be thinking with that second rounder, and they're going to get two guys that can help them win the right. NFC North next year, which would be yeah. D line and a corner. And there are so many right? good free I'm agent t- D linemen. This you can get Javon Hargrave out of Philadelphia, Deron Payne from Washington. Like these guys are going to be affordable upgrades to what they've got, who are difference makers. Like they, 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 there's a lot of avenues for improvement for this team. Oh my God, there might be a stud receiver. In the twenties, that you're you're already strong there, and you want to even uh, 
Yeah, remember DJ Shark, Josh go, Reynolds go are not up, they're not here long term. Upscale on it, right? Yeah, give yeah. me give me Quentin Johnson from TCU. That guy can ball. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's there are a lot of options and not a lot of holes, which is stunning to say when it comes to lines because so many young guys have contributed this year. That's what happens when you hit on fourth, fifth, sixth round draft picks. Yeah, Joseph, done. right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jacobs, Kirby Joseph looks... You, you called with Jacobs. I remember when he was coming back from his injury, and you know you, you mentioned he's been good to you, yeah. his instant contribution. Look how different Hutch has been since Comiskey came back. 100%. Right? Comiskey's the guy that got off the street. Atlanta, a bad Atlanta team didn't want him anymore. How about, you can see the difference. That's coaching. And that's, that's having the coaching staff that they have of former players experienced guys who know how to develop talent. They, they're so good at that. That's one of the reasons why James Houston has come on like a storm. Another, another steal. A guy that couldn't make the team initially. And we haven't talked about the O-line, which is arguably the best in the NFL right now. And there, and there is a need there. They need a new right guard. I love, I love what Evan Brown has been able to do. And Hank Fraley, the, the line coach, does a lot of credit for what he's done. Like I watched Evan Brown so in Cleveland. That, I watched him with the Giants. Money? Is that free agent that, money? That's, that's free agent money, or that's. I'll take the veteran. I don't think you take a flyer. I, I would like to see, and and like there's guys like um, West Michigan's own Jack Conklin is gonna. He won't be back in Cleveland next year. There's a guy that you can say, hey, do you want to move to right guard? Play between Panay Sewell and Frank Rag now. You know he gets hurt a lot, but man, when he, when he he is that nasty of a run blocker. I would love to see that type of, and and they have the ability to make that happen. That's that's the fun part about this offseason is like, not all your eggs are in the draft basket, not all your eggs are in the free agent. Like they, they got a lot of eggs that are hatching already, man, and they, they got they got some nice chickens too. Uh, farmer Jeff Risden uh, from Ottawa County, big farming community on the go, west go side. Go Zealandese chicks, Zealandese chicks. There you go. Look at the tie-in. Look for Lane Risden, the big man in the middle with the flush. Uh, his son, he's a junior, right? He's a junior. 6'9", junior. Solid. Having, having a good season. Yeah, solid, if not a fantastic high school basketball player. We did talk draft. Wow. And it's with the Lions still alive in the playoffs. It is the Christmas season. It's the best of both worlds. It is. It's the Christmas season. Uh, you can follow Jeff, uh, lionswire.com, lionswire on Facebook and Twitter, at Jeff, R-I-S-D-O-N on Twitter, and also the Detroit Lions podcast. He's one of the co-hosts. Just search Detroit Lions podcast on YouTube. You have a Lions comment question at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They now play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com, the complete schedule. And also follow the Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. The 57th Annual GLI is back in tournament form and ready to rock an Andal Arena in Grand Rapids. Featuring the Michigan State Spartans. Goal for Michigan State. The Ferris State Bulldogs. The Bulldogs bumped at the number two ranked team. Western Michigan Broncos. By Poland with a shot, he scores. And Michigan Tech Huskies. The Huskies are going crazy. The Great Lakes Invitational at Van Andal Arena in Grand Rapids, December 27th and 28th. College hockey at its best. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter 
and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan, available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So it's that time of the year. we got the holiday season. you got the Pistons uh, winning some, losing some. It's time for you to get in on the action. New customers who use promo code HUGE after they download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you sign up, H-U-G-E, you'll then be able to bet just $5.00. Pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game, and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everybody on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings same game parlay. So you can look at the Pistons. You can pick one player to do two, three, four, five, six different things. Three players, the entire starting lineup. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the holiday hoops action. Sign up with code HUGE after you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Then place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win, and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan, 19 radio stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Jeff Risden, co-host on the Detroit Lions podcast that you can hear weekly on YouTube. Just search uh, Detroit Lions podcast. Also contributor to the lionswire.com where they follow the Lions and the NFL almost on a daily basis. Uh, Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and also uh, lionswire.com talking about the Lions Carolina tomorrow Lions three-point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge will join us in less than 30 minutes and we'll talk about Lions Panthers so uh, the matchup Jeff uh, you like this uh, Sam Darnold 
and I know he's back as the guy when Mayfield uh, was let go and ended up uh, with the Rams. So your thoughts on uh, what you like about the Lions leaving Charlotte tomorrow with a win and what concerns you? You know, they have the better offense and they have the better defense, and normally that will help you. But uh, I'll tell you, one of the reasons why I'm pretty bullish on them winning this game is the fact that their special teams have been as tight as they have. And look, I know that Michael Badgley missed the, the money badger, missed his last kick. He's been pretty darn good. Jack Fox at punter, you saw Kayleaf Raymond. They don't win that, and he won the NFC uh, Special Teams Player of the Week for that punt return. They don't win without that. And the fact that Dave Dave Fipp, the special teams coordinator, deserves a lot of credit for getting guys going. If you rewatch the Kayleaf Raymond punt return, James Houston nearly blocks the punt. Is sprawled out, spread eagled in the end zone after missing it. He gets up. He throws the key block at the end of that play that helps Raymond get into the end zone. Like it's they're doing the little things like that that are helping them win. You just don't see that from Carolina under an interim coach and Steve Wilkes under a, a kind of a mismatched sort of team. Like they've they've got they've had a lot of injuries. They they traded away Christian McCaffrey. Look, they're still playing for something. They're a dangerous team. And Sam Darnold is playing for his NFL career here. He's, he's looking, this, this might be his last shot to prove that he can start. He's not without some ability. They have some, their receiving core has some ability. They, DJ Moore, they have guys that can play. They just don't have enough of them to compete with the Lions the way that the Lions have, have been playing lately. What worries me about this weekend, their defense will make plays. Uh, guys like Brian Burns, the, that guy, that guy's a problem, and he's going to be going against primarily Panay Sewell. Panay has been really, really good, and I think he had the best game of his career in New York. Speedy guys that can go around him do still give him a little bit of trouble. So I, I'm, I'm watching that a little bit. I'm watching, you know, it's outside. It's Christmas Eve. Like, weird things happen you know, with the travel and the, the headaches that are going on with the weather everywhere. Like, there's... There's some weirdness that can happen, and and that does concern me, but that's where I have faith in Dan Campbell. I have faith in his coaching staff that they're going to overcome that against a team that's being led basically by lame duck coaches that know that they're playing, and that's that's the other thing that worries me. They have a lot of guys in that team that are looking to get out, and like this this is their last real chance to say, hey, you know, I... I'm worthwhile, you know. If 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 you're San Francisco and you need a wide receiver, hey, come get me. You know, if 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 you're a a team that needs a defensive coordinator, Steve Wilkes, like, hey, I'm, I'm doing pretty good with this group that I got here of of guys. You know, their their top three or four on defense are great. Their depth is really bad, so that's it's concerning. But it's it's one of those games that I the old Lions, Jim Schwartz, Jim Caldwell. I would worry a lot about losing this game. I don't have that sense of imminent dread with this team. Maybe, maybe that's maybe I'm drinking too much eggnog. I don't know, but maybe it's the cold medicine that I've been on for three weeks is getting to my head. But I feel pretty confident that this team will take care of business. I really do. Only thing that concerns me is, and I really was excited when I saw Pittsburgh beat Carolina. I'm like, good, they're out of it. Then Tampa Bay loses again, and Carolina is still in it. So if, if Carolina wins out, they do win the division. That's what I, again, <laughs> in your Steve Wilkes, their interim head coach, this is what you're selling to the players. Yeah. We win three. We're a playoff team after everything they've been through. We win three. The, the same mantra that the Lions, even though they're playing well, are living by. 
who would ever thunk it with Tom Brady atop that division that five and nine Carolina, if they win out, they win the division at eight and nine. That is my biggest concern when you get players knowing how important the game is. Now, I'll give the Lions credit. They found a way to beat the Jets because the Jets had the same the same vibe. Exactly. Knowing they had to win. But they had Zach Wilson starting, but when he threw for a buck eighty five in the first half and the Lions were still tied ten ten, I'm I'm like, okay, I feel good about the second half there. So just get a win. I don't care what it is. And the weather getting in and out will be interesting because the weather will be affecting uh most of uh, the Midwest and the Eastern it's, Seaboard. It's not and, great. <laughs> yeah, so they'll 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 navigate around it. Uh, I do like them. I, I I like the Lions in all phases after the Jets win uh, with the game balls. You know, Dan Campbell in the cut that the Lions send out from DetroitLions.com and the Lions Facebook and Twitter feed, Campbell talked about all three phases contributing. And he said, look, we didn't play that good on defense, but the defense made plays at the end. We didn't play that good on offense, but offense made the play on fourth and inches with Brock Wright on the throw from golf. And he, and he mentioned special teams. And, and, and he talked about the field goals. And he, he talked about Raymond. And then Raymond got a, uh, got a game, game ball. ball. So he said all three phases. And this wasn't pretty. We have things to work on. But he ended with, let's go get the next one. And they're on that one game at a time mantra. And he's done a really good job of selling that to the players, too. Um, in talking with a couple of them behind the scenes, off the record, they they are aware of where they're at. They're also aware that if they don't beat Carolina, none of it matters. And, I, and Dan has done a really good job of selling the players on that. And it, it's been a consistent message. Look, we talked we talked earlier in the show about when they were 1-6 and six and somebody asked Dan Campbell... What are you going to change? And he said, I'm going to keep on keeping on because I think what we're doing will work. We just have to see it work. That engendered so much trust from his players and his coaches that now that he's still the same guy, uh, I, I think I think they're they're all in on this. And they, they are aware, again, that, okay, yeah, if we win out, we're, we're in no problem. But uh, we don't want to need any help doing that. And if we don't beat Carolina – all the good talk that you know that we've made it back to the 500 that we're you know on the playoff precipice doesn't matter and i think that they, this is a team that is young enough to understand the importance of that but also well coached enough to and and you know, with the, the the guys that are you know the Deuce Daly's and the Antoine Randall L's around they understand the weight of it, and they're not going to take it lightly. They're not going to overlook Carolina whatsoever. Not looking to oh, we get we get the Bears at home next week. They're terrible. We can beat them. That's not being said in Detroit at all, and that's a good thing. Yeah, one game at a time. Lions Carolina Christmas Eve tomorrow in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. Lions win, and the Seahawks lose at Kansas City, and the Commanders lose against the Niners, and the Lions will be 8-7. and seven. And when you look at all those playoff picture graphics you see on all the NFL shows and online, you will see uh, your Detroit Lions. Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com. Follow Jeff on Twitter at J-E-F-F-R-I-S-D-O-N. If I have to spell Jeff again, well, some people might be J-E-O-F-F. I, I am not a G-off. Thank you very much. <laughs> No comment from me uh, on that one. Uh, and also, uh, the Detroit Lions podcast. 
Uh, just search for that on YouTube and Lions Wire, Facebook, Twitter, also good follows uh, with the latest on the Lions. You have a Lions comment or question, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Uh, Jeff will join us uh, next hour uh, for a segment. Uh, we'll talk more about the NFL storylines on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour, along with Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back. Uh, remember to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. Just download, uh, did I say hiccups? Hookups. Uh, I said hookups? Good. All right, just download. Hey, get the hiccups. And then you got to like hold your breath and drink water uh, to get the hookups. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when you sign up. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. It's never been easier to join the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh redesign with improved features and quicker navigation. If you're planning a trip to Las Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting premier loyalty program, including exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager with BetMGM, sign up with BetMGM or log in today and take advantage of the BetMGM Rewards. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Drift into winter on a new snowmobile. Saturday, December 3rd, 10th, 17th, and 24th, one player every hour from 6 to 10 p.m. scores $500 in premium play. At 11 p.m., one lucky winner takes home a new Polaris Pro RMK slash snowmobile. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on The Huge Show across Michigan, heard weekdays at 3 on 19 radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. A reminder, coming up this Tuesday and Wednesday, at Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids, it will be 
the Great Lakes Invitational that features four in-state D1 hockey programs. You'll get Michigan Tech taken on Western around 3 o'clock on Tuesday, followed by Ferris State and Michigan State. That's a Tuesday doubleheader inside Van Andel Arena. The Huge Show will be broadcasting live on Tuesday 3 until 6 inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. That's presented by our friends from the Ferris State Alumni Association. Uh, Jeremy Mishler and the crew setting that up. They're having an alumni get-together before the Ferris-Michigan State game that should be a good one, along with Western, who's nationally ranked, and Michigan Tech, who's nationally ranked. That will be a great day of hockey coming up Tuesday inside Van Andel Arena in downtown Grand Rapids. Get your tickets right now at Ticketmaster.com. And then the winners will meet Wednesday night for the GLI Championship. The losers will do a third-place game on Wednesday around 3 o'clock. Tickets do remain at Ticketmaster.com. Michigan Tech and Ferris. First game on Tuesday, followed by or Michigan Tech and Western. Followed by Michigan State and Ferris on Tuesday. And the huge show will be live there with the Ferris State University Alumni Association inside Van Andel Arena. Big. Bad. Huge.